Hello, this is the WNBA Podcast. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the WNBA Podcast. Truth, you can't handle the... WNBA Podcast. Bandwidth. Sell to my lip. Five foot eleven. Podcast partner. Welcome to week six of the WNBA podcast, the worst NBA podcast for you regular listeners or irregular. I'm Tom and welcome Peter. How you doing there, Tom? I appreciate the uh, welcome as well. I think I might be the only regular listener. Well, so it's nice to welcome into the show. Well, as we previously discussed a couple of minutes ago, even I didn't listen to the last one, hence a few minor editing flaws. I'll, I'll repeat minor editing flaws. Oh, I uh, mean, you'd think, you know, out of work, you know, your one job is really focused on the podcast, you know, editing that, making sure the production is uh, in place and, Really dropping the ball there, Tom. I mean, what's your excuse? Uh, I don't really have one, to be honest. I <laughs> just didn't get around to it. I'm, I mean, I, I just hate the podcast. I can't stand it. I don't listen to it. So, so that's kind of my excuse. I just don't really like it. No, that makes sense. You get out of reaction a lot. I've uh, tried to get my wife to listen to it once or twice and uh, definitely heard a lot of that same response. So, that makes sense. That's right. Good work. All right. Well, today is the 11th of June. Um, so we've had three games of the NBA Finals, Cavs versus the Warriors. Um, where do you want to start, Peter? It's, so it's 2-1 up. Just, just yesterday we had the Cavs win game three. Um, the Warriors had a good comeback in the fourth, but they just haven't really looked um, like the Warriors of old, I guess, the previous rounds. Um, where do you want to start with this series? Or this game, Peter? Uh, I think first we would say uh, it is June 11th in New Zealand, but it's oh. June 10th about 5pm Eastern time in the States. The frontiers of uh, the world, Peter. The frontiers. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Continue. You talk about the time in their rebellious colonies. This is the uh, <laughs> New Zealand at all. That's right. Anyway, Continue. Uh, no, look, I mean, it was a fascinating game, game three. Um, really interesting. Watching LeBron just single-handedly try and drag this Cavs offense on his back has been pretty incredible. Um, I personally thought, you know, games one and two, he's taken, you know, 35 plus shots a game. Uh, and I thought that, you know, those three days between game one and game two, he had about a week to rest before game one. And I thought game three, with only one day in between, I thought that the you know lack of rest would really get to him, and you know he'd really falter down the stretch. But um, there's another amazing performance from him. And uh, what do you think, Tom? Do you reckon he can kind of keep this up for the rest of the finals? I think he can. He did look like he took a little step back. With I think his usage rate was down just a little bit yesterday. He seemed like he was getting a little bit more help from 
um, a few other people. He's just going to have to keep it up. I mean, no one else really can create in that team. Um, when he's off, they kind of get destroyed. He only goes off for about one or two minutes every game. Um, he's just going to have to keep it up. But it's, it's going to be interesting with only these one-day breaks in between games now, how the next one's going to go, game four. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Soldier's averaging uh, 47 minutes a game so far through the finals. Yeah. Uh, pretty ridiculous. Yeah, so he's averaging 47 minutes, 41 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, which, I mean, obviously it's incredible and uh, unparalleled sort of numbers for the finals. Um, but, yeah, it's just whether I can keep that intensity and whether or not it's going to catch up and down the stretch of one of these games. But, uh, yeah, certainly he's being dominant. Uh, what, what do you think, Tom? You reckon uh, Game 4 is going to be more the same or the same? Um, I don't know. I, I think Warriors, they go pretty creative with their offense. I've been playing the same type of scheme for the first three games um, with their normal start in five, but um, just have not been able to score at all. Draymond comes off that uh, pick and roll where Curry gets double teamed by Draymond Man, and it ends up being a two-on-one with uh, Draymond and Boat versus Mozgov. Mozgov just stands in the key, and if Draymond can't hit that wide-open three, um, I mean, he's not really doing much for the team if he can't make that. He's, I mean, he's still a good defender, but um, you saw what impact. I can't believe I'm saying that, but you saw what impact David Lee made when he came on. He can hit that mid-range jumper. He can't really hit the three anymore, but he's a way better passer than Draymond. Um, I, I expect the Warriors to mix it up a lot. Um, as well, Bogut hasn't been doing anything. He's been getting really destroyed. Even on defense where he specializes, he's been doing absolutely nothing on offense. And I think that the Warriors are going to mix it up to more focus on their offense here. Their defense has been fine. Um, I know they suffer when David Lee comes on off the pick and roll defense. Pretty much all their defense suffers a little bit, but he might just bring a little bit more to the table offensively and it might just be able to change the game a bit. That's what happened in the fourth quarter and um, Curry ended up getting a lot more open looks because they couldn't double-team him anymore off those pick-and-rolls. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect the Warriors to really mix it up here, and I hope they get kind of creative with their lineups because what they're doing at the moment, even though it's getting them close, it's, they just don't look like they should. So what do you mean by uh, mixing up there, Tom? Do you reckon there's going to be um, changes in the substitution pattern, or do you think there's going to be changes in the starting lineup for I I hope it's the starting lineup. They probably won't. Um, they probably won't do it with the starting lineup. That might just be a little bit um, too much for them. So but, but 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 to, I, I would I would start. I don't even know if I'd put Boga on to start off with. Maybe I'd run him the first like even couple of minutes. Um, I like the lineup that they had on in the fourth where they had uh, Livingston, Curry, um, Thompson, and then there's Barnes. Like, do, you, do you put Barnes on or not? He was um, he did, didn't do great last game. He, he, he still can't hit that open shot, and um, that really just hurts their spacing a lot as well. He got a lot of open shots in the corner. He really needs to make some of those. Um I'd probably put Dave, I'd actually probably try to put David Lee on a few more times. He played a bit of centre. LeBron kept on attacking when they played at centre. Um, and so that's obviously a, def- a weakness there for him. But I'd try and play him, um, go small, even play Draymond and Lee and take Bogut off and play the normal stone lineup. Or, or even reduce Draymond's minutes a bit and go really small. Um, yeah, I just don't think Draymond or Boga are bringing anything to the table at the moment, really. 
So, to get specific with it, I mean, what, what would you do to the starting lineup then? You'd take Bogut out and put Lee in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd see how that goes. I mean, Bogut hasn't been doing, Bogut hasn't, he hasn't been doing anything. He hasn't been good on defense even. And when he gets the ball, I mean, they use him as that guy at the post where they can kind of run, run people off him as like a, you know, he, he, um, you know, like Curry and Clay, they run off him and he can use his passing skills, but Moskov just drops him off him so much. He just stands right in the paint that Moskov is just a, a Holy shit. That was a good one. That was a fire bomb. You know it. Napalm this time. Uh, Seth's bomb this week is uh, game three. Harrison Barnes and Draymond Green to each figures. For the uh, Golden State Warriors, two guys that have been playing, you know, pretty incredibly uh, throughout the playoffs and through the regular season. And game three, they combined for just two of eighteen shooting, oh. seven points. Oh. That is pretty horrific. What do you think, Tom? Can those guys shoot themselves out of their funk, or are they just unplayable? Uh, <laughs> well, Barnes can. He's he's very inconsistent, but he has shown games where he can shoot. Draymond apparently has a shoulder injury, so. Um, I don't know. Maybe Draymond can go out there and pop a few at the start, and if he misses, just kind of give him his chance. Um, see how he feels. But yeah, that that was a, a real story of of Game Three, wasn't it? I don't even think necessarily just Game Three. Draymond Green sub thirty percent for the series so far. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he just hasn't been playing well through these finals. Yeah. And I mean, it's been great. Everyone's loving him all season, talking about him as a max player, but. I mean, if you can't contribute on the floor of the finals, then I don't really know how you're a max player. I mean, what do you think, Tom? Is he still getting max money? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Do you think the the Warriors GM secretly likes what's going on, even though he wants to obviously win the championship? If they win the championship like this, with Draymond not playing well, he must be really licking his chops and saying, all right, now I can save a bit of money on Draymond. Um, I'm, I'm wondering how conflicted he is watching this. So you don't think someone else would give uh, Draymond Max money just about regardless of how he plays? Uh, no, no, I think that this will really affect his reputation if he keeps playing like this. I mean, he's a stretch four now. He's an undersized four, but he can't even stretch. So now he's just an undersized four. So, I mean, it is, I mean, he'll probably, he probably will just get Max because he'll probably just blame the shooting on his... Um, on his back or shoulder or whatever it is, but um, yeah, I, th- I think that yeah, he still will get max, but he really needs to start hitting that three to really call himself a stretch four like he normally does. Yeah, I think you're right, Tom. I think the the X factor for Draymond Green is definitely his shooting, and that's what you know makes him so different to you know a lot of other unsizable power forwards out there. Yeah, um, that's right. I'm being surprised, actually, uh, frankly, is how little Draymond Green's played um, LeBron or has been guarding LeBron. Yeah. And frankly, when he has been guarding LeBron on switches and things like that, I don't actually think he's guarded him that well. I've seen LeBron take it to the rack a couple of times for layups, and I'm a little surprised by that. Uh, I really thought Draymond would do a good job of guarding him. Do you think that's something that Golden State's going to go to more as the farmers progress, and how do you think he's going to get on with that assignment? 
Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of been destroyed. Maybe apart from Egodala's been blown by a few times, but I, I think they're going to go away from... I mean, Barnes just can't... Barnes, there's no way Barnes can kind of keep up now with LeBron. Um, he's a bit of a, in a different ballpark to Zach Randolph in that Memphis series. And yeah, I've been surprised as well when um, LeBron's had the ball versus Draymond in the post and, and out on the one, he's just completely blown by him. Like, not even... This hasn't even been close, really. I, I think Iguodala will start getting a lot more minutes to um, really guard him a lot more. But it's been interesting, hasn't it, the, the different defensive strategies based on the superstars. Like, I mean, they've been helping on LeBron, but really it's just been kind of the big man coming in and out of the paint to avoid that defensive three seconds and helping when they really need to. But no double teams, just leaving LeBron on his own. But with Curry coming off those screens, they, they've been double teaming him straight away and saying, oh, well, you're not going to beat us, only the rest of the, your team's going to beat us. So completely different strategies, and you've got to think that um, Cleveland's has gone the best so far. Yeah, I'm actually pretty interested. I, I do think the second, you know, if it gets the second half of game four and Cleveland's up, you know, 8, 10, 12 points, I would not be surprised to see Golden State change his game plan and start doubling LeBron, especially on the post. Yeah. Or doubling him, at least doubling him on the dribble. Um, because, I mean, clearly what they're doing isn't working. I mean, the, Cleveland's offense hasn't been great. It's more so Cleveland's defense has been spectacular. But, I mean, you, you know, when he's gone with that, then you've got to be right, break, Breaking news. Breaking news. All right, we've got a bit of breaking news here, Peter. We're, we're um, coming up on the, the last breaking news. We've got... um. The Super City Rangers um, from Otara. It is near Auckland, I have confirmed. They beat the Canary Rams 105-70. to 70. So, game oh. a real, um, real shellacking there. Um, so, there you go. That's uh, breaking news for the WNBA podcast. Some things off there. Um, I'm sure that, you know, potentially has some playoff ramifications, does it, Tom? Uh, we'll never know. Until the next podcast, we'll have to do a bit of research on that one. Alright, sounds good. Tell us reporting there, Tom. Thank you. Now, hey, let's, we, we do, because of my, um, uh, production and the time I've put into it, we have to talk about Dalva Dover. Cue the production. There you go. Basketball. Dally. Basketball. What for? He's a cunt. Cunt. I'm a flaming cunt. Alright, coming back. What do you, what do you, obviously the talk has been, uh, a lot of talk on Dalva Dover and Harry's a, you know, gritty player and, um, all that kind of stuff. People say if he's dirty or not. He's been making some outrageously ugly shots and the shots he does miss, he misses by so much. I'm not going to lie, he's been playing well, but I just hate him. So, what are your thoughts on him, Peter? He is Australian, so I definitely understand the hatred for him there, Tom. Yeah. Um, oh, thank God. I mean, I, I respect him. He's kind of the, the everyman, you know? The, uh, you know, if I was 6'5 or whatever, then I could do whatever Dalvadova's doing. It looks like he's fallen over half the time. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of good to see a guy who's really putting a lot of energy in it. You know, you see guys like Michael Beasley, who are kind of the exact opposite, all the talents in the world, but no drive. 
but frankly, I don't know if he's really that good at basketball. More just kind of lucky to be in the right place at the right time. I I'm annoyed if he if they win the series and he gets called Curry Curry stopper, I will just be. I mean, I I've been watching these games with a lot more passion and emotion than I than I expected to at the start of the series. I mean, I did want the Warriors to win, but I mean, I wouldn't mind Cleveland win as well. I mean, LeBron coming back and bringing a championship to Cleveland, but man, I'm very passionate about this one thing about uh, Dalva Dover and when he made that and one yesterday versus Curry with about three or so minutes left, and he just pretty much just threw it against the backboard. I don't even know if he planned on banking it. I'm pretty sure he didn't. It was right from in front, and he just banked it in, and won. Uh, just, it really gets my blood boiling, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about it. He, he, he misses so many shots by, by so much, and then he, he does make a few. I'll give him that. He was two of six yesterday. So, I mean, it's not horrible. That was from three. Um, he scored uh, 20 points on 19 scoring positions. So, I mean, he's been playing okay. I will give him credit. But, yeah, that was my Dalva Dover section. Are we, are we done? Because, uh, I don't know, I, I had one topic left on Dalva Dover. I'm right. curious uh, what kind of contracts he's going to get. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because he's actually a free agent uh, after this year. Well, what? The, the thing is, even though he's playing well, like, what other team would want to sign him for anything? Because... Like, what, he's really just, you know, play, like you said, playing to his situation. He's in a really good situation. He is making the most of the situation, but you're not signing him for basketball ability. Um, and that's pretty rare that anyone like that gets any sort of money. So I don't know who they're actually going to be bargaining with. I think it's going to be Cleveland and really Cleveland only. So what's your prediction then, Tom? What's his next contract? Uh, couple years, three mil a year. Interesting. I'm going to go out on the limb and I'm going to say 13, uh, three years, 13 million. Whoa! Whoa! That's uh, higher than I would, I would have thought, but... Yeah, I mean, that is possible. That's definitely on the higher end. But do you see anyone but Cleveland signing him? No. I think people might, but I, I think Cleveland will keep him back. He, he does help with the whole fan, the whole fan favorite thing. Yeah, fan favorite thing, and then I think LeBron likes him. And I mean, LeBron's been paying guys like Sean Marion and Mike Miller this year just to hang out in the locker room with him. So I don't think you have any issue with Van Dover just to hang out and be gritty, you know? That gritty's hard though. That, that annoys me as well. The whole, the whole fan favorite and gritty thing. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just because he's a white Australian. That's the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) Was the other way around and he wasn't uh, either white or Australian, he'd probably be labelled something very different, I think, with his style of play. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we're living on. We will. Oh, what's going on here? Is that a tornado or a tornado? That sounds a lot like this is a big winds or something. Sounds like whispers, Tom. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. One of our very, very, very few listeners. <laughs> well, we've got a uh, small technical problem here. Breaking the 
We had a small technical problem uh, there, Peter. I was just going to go to... Um, that's actually also my text noise. Um, uh, one of our texter writes in, this is from the Colorado Cougar. Um, I enjoyed the gossip last last week. When is there going to be more of that? I hate basketball. Interesting. I may uh someone may or may not be getting in a huge amount of trouble for that uh nickname, but we'll continue. Firstly, when Shaq went to, in 2005, or I think it was the end of 2004, when Shaq went to Miami, he famously nicknamed Dwayne Wade The Flash. That was his nickname. And he was called The Flash for a long time. Obviously, he's old now, so he's not not really as flashy. But that's a nickname that already exists. So he's gone from taking Shaq's nickname, Superman, to now taking the name that Shaq gave to Dwayne Wade, Flash. Secondly, he's not that fast. Um, I'm just, overall, I'm just not happy at all with him. Um, I've never liked him. Hate him. He's a bad person. There we go. Hot take. Sizzling hot. Sizzling hot. And uh, this, obviously, pure rumor. <laughs> not necessarily substantiated by facts, but I am looking at a picture of a car that has a flash on it. Apparently, conditions is way hard. The biggest views out there. And uh, hopefully the uh, Colorado Cougar out there is... Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, what, what's going on? This is some great work on the podcast. Oh, uh, just some of the shit is chat is all that song. Okay. Um, so are we done? Are we done with after that long awkward silence where I thought you were going to talk, but obviously not? Um, are we done with this? Um, this post game three, um, game four preview edition of the NBA Finals. Cue the recording. of the NBA playoffs. Round of the NBA playoffs. All right, coming back. Uh, we've got to fill in time somehow, so there we go. Um, I, I, think that, I think we're almost wrapping up, are we? Just quickly throw up prediction for the uh, series four. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, I am still going. I I believe in the uh, I still believe in the Warriors, but I think it will be a longer series. I, I'm I really hope it's been such a good series. I, I'm I'm going to say Golden State and seven. All right, I think I'm going Cavs and six. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, 
So, and, we're, and just before we go, we've got to do our most popular segment. Oh, obviously, Tom. I mean, the fans can't get it up. Bring it home! Bring it home! Here's your cunt. Here's your cunt. Okay, I'll start off. I'm just going to very easily go, um... Yeah, I'll, I'll start off. We, we'll go, um... I'm going to go, just obviously based previously on... I had someone else, but based on your last segment, your whisper segment, I'm just going to go Dwight Howard. He's the worst. Get out. I've got a vendetta against him. Just stay out of my life, even though I'm watching you. Stay out of my life. Hot, sizzling. Uh, we're getting, we're super hot on these takes. Oh, and they couldn't get it hot. <laughs> really, I mean, with these uh, clear character attacks, I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. Um, the reason I think Kyrie Irving is my cup of the week is because I guarantee, during the playoff run, Kyrie Irving's just made a snarky little comment here or there to give him love about, you know, we don't need you, or just kind of thought to himself, fuck it, we don't need that guy, me and LeBron got this. What? So this is so this is all spurious. This is all just this is based on no no statements or anything. Tom, oh, this is the worst NBA podcast. <laughs> yeah. God, don't say what we're giving our listeners. Just pure rambling. <laughs> uh, for that reason, I, I think Kyrie might be coming to the week because I guarantee <laughs> that he can't be feeling great now that uh, they're winning without him. This is, and, uh, this is, this come of the week has come to new levels. I'm not sure new highs or new lows. I'm pretty sure new highs. Just spurious <laughs> things. Spurious things about what people might be saying. This is amazing. We're bringing, uh, this should be, this should be in the gossip section. You give the fans what they want. <laughs> That's what they do, Tom. That's what they do every week. Alright? This is uh, great. I like this. I like this a lot. Alright. Well, um, yeah, well, I, I really just hope, Peter, that you're not going to be listening to my uh, one-man WNBA podcast, The B-Side, because I'm just going to be making spurious quotes about you and then uh, kind of putting it out to my one listener. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I think I can live with myself if that happens. Uh, right. But, yeah, this the hottest topics this week, Tom. Uh, some of our <laughs> probably worst work, but, you know. We haven't done uh, great. We give the fans. Uh, should we leave it there? I think we should, uh, based on the lowest of the low. I'm really gonna have to up my production game this week to, uh, to, to bring up the levels of the podcast, but we'll see what I can do. Alright, sounds good. I'll talk to you later, Tom. Catch up.